The Guild Digest is a key financial survey of the operations of pharmacies, and it serves a few purposes, but primarily it is a key tool of the Pharmacy Guild to help advocate on behalf of community pharmacies when we're negotiating community pharmacy agreements with the federal government and also assessing the impacts of their policies on our profession and our sector. But also what's really useful for business owners is that it is a benchmarking tool to have a look at how your pharmacy stacks up against other pharmacies in your state and across the country in different metrics, whether it's revenue, dispensary sales, over-the-counter sales, expenses, quite a wide range of things. So it serves quite a few purposes and it's stood the test of time. Hi, I'm Anthony Tassoni, National Vice President of Health Economics and Policy and the Victorian Branch President of the Pharmacy Guild, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia, focusing on pharmacy management and ownership. The PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. The Guild Digest is one of the Guild's priority deliverables for the year, and as this episode goes live, so does the 2023 Guild Digest survey. In 2022, a very special edition of the Digest was published to celebrate 50 years of data-driven insights, and the special edition saw the biggest sample size yet. So for this episode, I'm speaking with Anthony Tassoni, the National Vice President, Health Economics and Policy, and... Anthony is also the Victorian branch president. With Anthony, we get into some real detail about the digest and looking at what's in it, how to use it, and perhaps most importantly, why it's so important for you to participate. Here's Anthony. Anthony, it's great to have you with us today. And I plan to get into some detail about the Guild Digest, which is a publication that the Guild has published for 50 years now. But first, just to give our listeners a sense of what the digest is and why we have invested so much time and energy into it for half a century. Can you please just give us an overview in a nutshell about what it is and what it's for? Thanks, Daniel. It's great to be on the show. The Guild Digest is a key financial survey of the operations of pharmacies, and it serves a few purposes, but primarily it is a key tool of the Pharmacy Guild to help advocate on behalf of community pharmacies when we're negotiating community pharmacy agreements with the federal government and also assessing the impacts of their policies on our profession and our sector. But also what's really useful for business owners is that it is a benchmarking tool to have a look at how your pharmacy stacks up against other pharmacies in your state, uh, and across the country in different metrics, whether it's revenue, dispensary sales, over-the-counter sales, expenses, quite a wide range of things. So it serves quite a few purposes and it's stood the test of time. So quite a few purposes covers a wide range of things. That sounds pretty big and complex. So tell us what's involved in creating the Digest each year, being an important deliverable within the Guild's annual outputs for members, what's involved in, in pulling it all together and who's involved in making it happen? 
we have a dedicated health economics team in our Canberra office of the Pharmacy Guild and includes economists and data analysts as well. And what we do is we put together a survey that goes out to pharmacies across the country and we invite them to input their data and give feedback from their pharmacy's perspective over a particular financial period to collect data to help build the digest. And we know that that does take time uh, for pharmacies and business owners are really busy, but it is a fantastic investment. It is something that putting something in is something that you can take out later, not only the tool being the Guild Digest, the output, but you're helping feed into the Guild's advocacy on your behalf, your voice with government. It's such a great contributor. But not only do we go to individual pharmacies seeking input from them uh, to respond to our survey, we also go to pharmacy accountants and bookkeepers who help share de-identified data on their pharmacy clients to input into the survey. And it's such a great opportunity to collaborate uh, with pharmacy bookkeepers and accountants. We can share knowledge and they can use help use that for their clients and we can help take the de-identified data to build up our sample size. The 50th edition had over 500 pharmacies contribute, which is statistically significant and was great to see. As you said, it's a fantastic investment. How long roughly does it take for somebody to, to complete it and lend their voice to the process and the outcome? It can vary from pharmacy to pharmacy, but I would allow at least 45 minutes and you think 45 minutes in a year to give your information that's de-identified completely private to your main voice with government that is negotiating your livelihood, where do I sign up? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. And I hope my colleagues think the same. So I would allow at least 45 minutes. It could take a bit longer, um, but it depends on how your reporting systems are in your pharmacy, how quick you're able to do it and work through the questions, but it is well worth it. Don't let that be a turnoff. And as I said, we do have a range of pharmacy bookkeepers and accountants that also help contribute into the survey as well. So even speak to your uh, provider in that space if they're already providing your de-identified information to the Guild. I think 45 minutes, shut the door, get some quiet time, tell people you're doing something very important, you can't be disturbed. It sounds actually quite nice to me. Now, the most recent Guild Digest, as we've mentioned, it's a very special edition. It's the 50th anniversary. And I understand that it looks quite different from previous years with a lot of additional infographics and a special 50th anniversary brand mark and also some great features that that really help bring to life its 50-year history. Can you talk us through what are some of the major achievements of the Guild over the years that have been aided by Digest Data? I think you can look at the timeline that we have in the 50th edition that shows you over the course of time some significant lines in the sand for our profession, whether it's been price disclosure policies from the federal government of looking at ways that the cost of PBS medicines can be minimised to save money for the taxpayer, but had huge impacts for community pharmacy, but how the Guild Digest could help inform the Guild's advocacy on impacts to pharmacy and how we could help negotiate the best possible outcomes for our members. And that included things on how we reformed dispensary remuneration. In a previous agreement in the sixth community pharmacy agreement, we had the administration handling and infrastructure fee, the AHI fee. And this recognise the cost of providing a premises 
and the staffing and other infrastructure to deliver uh, prescription medicines in the dispensing process. And that was quite revolutionary at the time. And this has all been informed by the Guild Digest to be able to do that. It's helped inform things like the community service obligation and the funding that wholesalers get to deliver PBS medicines to pharmacies. If we go back further, when co-payments were first introduced for patients, when markups were changed by governments as they go through the course of time with how they fund the PBS, the Guild Digest has been there. It's been solid. It's been a reliable tool and informant to help guide us as to what the impact would be for pharmacies, inform the Guild as to how we should advocate to the government to represent our profession. And we've been stronger and stronger. And it's a good recap, the 50th edition, going through the vital role that community pharmacies have played most recently with COVID-19 pandemic, that pharmacies were there for their patients. And this will map out in the data you see in the Guild Digest about impacts that has had on sales of particular medicines, the provision of different health services and COVID-19 vaccination rollout. It's there to see, and it really does chronicle it well uh, over the course of time. You alluded to some things earlier in the digest that are that are standard year on year on things like benchmarking, but let's get into detail a little more. Can you explain for any listeners who aren't members or for maybe any members who haven't read the digest yet, what's in the Guild Digest as regular content? As regular content, it does give a snapshot of an average pharmacy, inverted commas. And I know it's really hard to say an average pharmacy, but what is the average revenue uh, for a pharmacy or the sales that they generate and the turnover? What's the average gross profit and gross margin? The average expenses, headcount of staff, wages um, expenses, rent, the size of the pharmacy in terms of square metres. So it gives a really good indication of some of those um, metrics that we all have normalised to as best as we can an average pharmacy. And for any business, you do want to see where you're at. Any organisation, any business, you like to see where you're at. And it's a way of being able to benchmark and compare your business to those that have been inputted into the Guild survey, the Guild Digest survey, to be able to say, oh, well, uh, this is where I sit. Um, this impact will have a greater impact or a lower impact compared to an average pharmacy. It just gives you a good uh, measure of where you are at in comparison. That's some of the year-on-year elements. And you talked about being able to figure out what an average pharmacy is and, and how you benchmark against that. But a particular feature of the 50th anniversary edition is a comparison of the average pharmacy in 1972 compared to what one looks like now in 2022. It's a raw comparison of just pure sales volume, rent and other costs, prescription sales as compared with other retail and some other interesting figures. It'd be great to hear an explanation. And I know this might be getting quite technical, I imagine, but how to interpret a comparison like that when you've really got to take into account so much inflation and how the industry has changed since 1972. It's been decades and you do expect inflation and a number of different changes. But what for me is 
the, the really significant thing is what pharmacies and pharmacists do in terms of the health services they provide for their patients. We're doing more now, not just compared to 50-odd years ago, um, even a few years ago. And that's been borne out particularly through the COVID-19 pandemic and our significant role in the vaccination rollout on a week-by-week basis. More COVID-19 vaccines are delivered through pharmacies compared to any other provider. And that's been the case since November last year. That will all flush through in uh, future editions of the Guild Digest. We'll see that all come through. But what the Guild Digest does show is that pharmacies are doing more. We're doing more for our patients. And that growth is testament to the fact that patients want their pharmacies to do more. They trust their pharmacists and they value the service. The Digest cuts across a number of the Guild's strategic priorities, its purpose being, as you said before, to be a key vehicle for gathering the financial data that informs the Guild's advocacy priorities. Another part of that picture is the Guild's framework for change. Now, the framework for change provides, as people know, nine growth pathways that pharmacies can invest in to respond to trends that are impacting their businesses. Can you explain for listeners how these two data gathering projects come together, how they interact and why it's important for members to participate in both and not maybe just one? It is important that we try and get as much response as we can to anything we do. And I I guess one main reason I can give for that is when we look at the Guild Digest and we see that financial data, that getting more and more understanding of what roles are things like automation playing in that. So there might be an average number of prescriptions that are being dispensed, but you know how much is automation and dispensing robots playing in that? Understanding if pharmacies are part of a franchise or group or part of a banner group and, and what sort of promotional support or other uh, marketing support that they're getting to help um, contribute, which contributes to their overall advertising costs, but also their reach to their local area. So things like that, it gives more context to what the data is actually saying. Uh, And it also can help uh, the Guild understand capacity for delivery of health services to their local area uh, in terms of the headcount that they have, what sort of clinic room facilities they have. And that informs things like vaccines, your meds checks or medicine review type services that are being offered because you need the staff, you need the space and these sorts of things are really all important that come together that we can paint a picture uh, to the federal government and other stakeholders that we engage with to say, this is what pharmacies do, this is what we can do and this is why it's important that they're recognised appropriately so they can keep doing what they do for their patients. You run the research projects at the same time. Is that just a a resource management element? Because it does take a lot of time to run these types of projects. Or is it important to actually run them together for some reason? We're never standing still, are we? I mean, things are constantly evolving. The healthcare space is ever-changing. Uh, we have an ageing population with growing needs and whatnot, and we want to have our finger po- we want our finger on the pulse at all times from a pharmacy guild perspective. And there are other people better than me to probably answer that question from a research and data collection perspective. But honestly, the pace of change that's happening 
um, in society and in healthcare uh, is constant. And whilst it can feel overwhelming at times, and I, I know in the COVID-19 pandemic, it certainly did for at times for a number of our members and their pharmacy teams, we absolutely shone. We came through with flying colours and things don't seem possible until it's done. And we did it and we'll do it again. And helping contribute to the Guild Digest puts it down in black and white as evidence of what, uh, where we are at, what we've achieved, and that helps inform the Guild's advocacy. Because it's not just about finances. It's actually a lot to do with your staffing, your resources that he that helps provide guides on capacity so that when we are advocating and calling for something, we've got the confidence that pharmacies can deliver it. And we know they can, but we have that greater confidence in what we're proposing. And of course, with that pace of change, we know that we can only manage what we can measure. So collating and, and collecting data like this is important that it gets done regularly and often to, to sort of help people combat some of that pace of change and, and being able to make decisions. So it's clear that the Guild is doing a lot of in-depth and intertwined discovery work to inform ultimately the work that's going on to promote the value and secure the future of community pharmacy. It's necessary that this work is done, but to be fair, in the age of cybercrime and frequent privacy breaches, it'd be great if you could give us some background and help our listeners understand how the Guild uses, how it stores, and ultimately how it protects the data that they're handing over. Absolutely. And that is essential and critical. I can assure all listeners that the Guild takes any information, uh, private information from our members, their personal information, anything they provide to us in a survey extremely seriously and we protect it um, very delicately. It is confidential. It's used in a way that can't be uh, re-identified. It is private. It is held securely. We have um, constant um, assessments on our own IT security and cybersecurity, it is the stakes are getting higher and higher for businesses and organisations in general. We understand that healthcare is particularly at risk and we, we've seen some recent examples in the private health insurance and, and other businesses space to know that. So we can give our members absolute confidence that contributing to the Guild Digest the benefits far outweigh the risk and we've got the safety and integrity of their data uh, as the highest priority. It all sounds amazing in terms of setting the Guild up to to, to go forth and, and represent the industry with confidence and in the challenges and the needs that the industry has, but it only works if members participate. So how can members participate in the Guild Digest this year? Tell us about the process and what's involved. Absolutely. So soon we will be sending out uh, emails and invitations to invite you to contribute to the Guild Digest and please take the time and do it. Do yourself a favour and make that investment in time to do it because things like this, I can say, it's almost like a bank account. You can only take out what you put in. What the Guild goes to advocate and lobby on your behalf, um, we need the data. We need the best information because without data, we're just someone else with an opinion at the end of the day, all right? And without being too dramatic, so my role as Vice President of Health Economics and Policy, my role will be to help lead 
the Guild and our negotiating team for the eighth community pharmacy agreement with the federal government. It's the biggest stakes discussion. It's the big dance in town. And I don't want to turn up to a gunfight with a knife without being too graphic. So help me help you. And the best way you can do that is to contribute to the Guild Digest. When members ask me, has the Guild modelled this or has the Guild looked at that? And the answer is yes. And we use the Guild Digest to do that. When members ask me, I don't know about whether the Guild did the right thing there or what made you do that or make that decision. One of the first questions I ask back is, did you contribute to the Guild Digest? And if the answer is no, then I kind of shrug my shoulder and say, how can we best represent your interests if you're not inputting into the pool of information that is being used to take your voice? to the corridors of power and the decision makers of our land that directly remunerate the key services you offer for patients. Anthony, you lead the project, which, as you said, informs decision makers. When it's printed or you see that first draft, what's your favourite part or what's the first part you go to? What I scan personally is I love seeing the cross-section across the nation and I really am proud of how representative it is. So from all corners of the country, regional, metro, larger, smaller, just having that cross-section uh, cross of representation, that's what I really like. And then going further, just understanding the staffing numbers of what other pharmacies might have. The, you know, the, the, all of it. I, I mean, it's just such interesting reading. It is really, really hard to just simplify it and say, oh, that's my bit there. But I do go to first um, the cross-section and the representation, and it gives you a good sense of, yeah, this is a reliable document. This is solid. This gives a good picture of what's happening, the state of the nation of community pharmacies. And of course, it must fill you with great confidence to go forward and have those conversations and make decisions and lobby government. Anthony Tassoni, National Vice President, Health Economics and Policy, and of course, Victorian Branch President of the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today to discuss the Guild Digest. Thanks, Daniel. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed the show today and learning a little bit more about the Guild Digest. If you haven't already taken the time to look through last year's 50th anniversary edition, check it out on the Guild's website. And of course, there's a link in the show notes. Of course, most importantly, the message to participate in this year's survey came through loud and clear from Anthony. Members can participate via the survey link sent directly to you or by allowing the Guild to approach your accountant directly. Finally, a reminder to sign up for APP if you haven't already. There will be a number of other opportunities to make your voice heard and inform the work that the Guild does on behalf of Community Pharmacy. Come and talk to a Guild representative at the Guild's Trade Hall stand and help them help you by informing them of what matters to you. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 118 of the PBCN Podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.